get into it because we because we got people doing stuff tonight. Chris is just being an asshole. All right, huh? Hundred percent, always. Play ball. with your fucking comments on this shit but whatever my comments okay. on what what we're fucking opening up with oh good i hope you're irritated yeah. you can play yeah. you, you can clearly play um the victim to me and cw's bullshit because i'm pretty sure cw is on the same page as i am so let's, let's let's start it off well welcome in gang for another uh episode of bush league congregation i am mike and with me as always is chris and cw boys how's it going happy tuesday cheers bitch happy Wednesday. tuesday Whatever. It's Wednesday, ah, fellas. It's the script. Whatever. Whatever. It's a day of the week that doesn't need to be named. Everybody doing all right? Other than uh, the strange day CW's had and the exhausting day Chris has definitely had out in the sun. Chris got beat up by Sunshine. I don't know who he needs to call to press charges, but Chris got beat up by uh, a star named the sun. He's toast. He got was- slapped by some solar rays? And it was I mean- pretty cloudy, like overcast this morning. That's the bad part. Beat up. Yeah, see, I I get this treatment once or twice a week, and y'all y'all bitch at me for being an old grumpy man that doesn't want to come out. It's rough out there in that shit. So, Carol, I, I I sympathize with you today. Not to mention, I had all those the little kids today, like the last three days, driving me crazy. Mm. And I'm sorry, Mike. Like I don't know how you do it, brother. I had them for three and a half hours. I am uh, legally bound to do it. <laughs> Kids are horrible people. They're horrible people. Oh, so, she's yeah. really pretty. That's how. Like uh, she's, yep, she, she's very pretty. Yep, you got a cute one. So at least you got that going for you. Yeah. <laughs> It's still horrible true. people. And we uh, we make fun of you about being old and tired because you literally say. I'm old. I'm old and tired. And I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, that is true. All right, guys. Uh, look, let's let's just do this and be done with it because uh, it's literally what everybody has to talk about because it's still salacious. The literal MLB story that will not go away is Freddie Freeman and the drama that seems to be surrounding him. After a weekend series in Atlanta, his first trip back to Atlanta, um, not for playing for the Atlanta Braves, Freddie Freeman has fired his agent. He says... That um, after some conversations with friends and close associates, he has come to it the was, conclusion that he he is firing his agent. And it wasn't it wasn't just uh, it was basically after a conversation with AA. Right, right. Yes, yes. There are there are conversations about uh, Atlanta Braves front office staff and Freddie talking in this kind of context. But I can't confirm it, so I didn't want to say that. But yeah, if you that's what I heard too. But AA hasn't come out and said that. And honestly, um, I'm going to be frank with you, Chris, because we already talked about it during planning. Uh, you're going to be on the other side than I am. AA would say that in public. He is not the man to kind of hide and shy away from the truth, even if it's dramatic. I don't believe you, Freddie. I'm sorry. Uh, I think you were with your agent and you overplayed your hand to make more money from Atlanta or from another team, and you're having buyer's remorse. And that stinks, but I will not cry for you anymore. I was there on Sunday, and it was cool. It felt like guilt on Sunday. Friday, it was passion. Sunday is guilt. That's all I, I mean, that's it. That's, that's it. I don't, I mean, CW, you're the Atlanta Braves fan. I know you don't care about drama. 
No, no, I was going to mention that. I, I mean, I honestly really do not give a shit about this, whatever. But ultimately, he employs that person, correct? Yep. His his dollar bills pays that person's salary. Yep. So if it was his priority to stay with the Braves, he had, what, like a year and a half that they had ne- negotiated? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, it was so a long, yeah, it, long time. It, it was a long time. It was a long time, but they at least had some kind of discussion about a contract extension and money or at least plans thereof oh yes so if his ultimate goal was to stay with the braves that should have been discussed with this agency that he is now fired so ultimately he had the final decision now i'm I'm hearing he says he did not hear the final braves offer i find it hard to believe because i feel like as a braves fan I heard the finals Braves offer. And then when we got to the point that the Yankees signed Rizzo and the market started getting a little complicated at first base, um, the Braves did what they had to do and brung home somebody I feel very sorry for at this point in time because everybody's talking so much Freddie Freeman love. Matt Olson's I, I don't I I'm I'm happy he's performing as well as he is over the last week. I mean, he's got two doubles tonight, had two homers yesterday. I'm happy with what how it's parlayed out. I mean, if Freddie was here, I would have still been happy with that too. But it's all just so much drama that I don't understand. And it's got to be put at Freddie's feet because ultimately it's Freddie's decision. If he wanted to be a brave, he would have been a brave. Honestly, I think Excel was trying to be a little too much like Scott Boris. You know, even in even in the article I read talking about the the shit with supposedly the the offer was withheld from Freddie. Supposedly it happens all the time. Um, it's just the fact that it was, you know, main made known to Freddie. You know, that's that's the the issue I'm having here with it. I could care less, you know, cool. It's awesome to watch Freddie Freeman in a Braves uniform. It was awesome, or it's been awesome to see Matt Olson in a Braves uniform. I don't give two shits who's playing first base for the Atlanta Braves, ultimately. Um and I, you know, I could be wrong, but like I said, Victor Minikow thought he was bigger than he really was. Um, and, you know, and the, the negotiator is the guy that's getting blamed for it. Is that, what is it? Uh, Corey Clace. Corey Close. Yeah. Corey Close. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's the, he's their negotiator for Excel and you know he's going to take the brunt of it and if and if that is true the way this shit's playing out it just i don't think it's it's a good representation for MLB to even you know do business with but you know that's just coming from an outsider looking in not really knowing what's going on i don't know that's just my two cents the one thing uh, and this is my last part of it cuz i again like chris said i mean at the end of the day i don't care personally who plays first base for the Atlanta Braves because it's not I don't have any stock in that I'm not 100% sure but I would imagine that if he's not their biggest client he was close to the top of the pile um, their biggest clients Clayton Kershaw so yeah he's definitely close to the top of the pile and actually I would imagine his deal is way more important to them than anything Clayton Kershaw is ever going to have again so well now yes well we're talking about now we're talking about their reputation now and what it will do to future clients. Because if what Freddie Freeman is saying is true, because now he is making a real accusation, and if there's tangible proof, 
from a friend that he has in the Atlanta front office that has documents, texts, or anything like that. The company's dead immediately. And there's probably some civil lawsuits that can probably be spawned somewhere, you know? And we're talking some real problems for this company, if this is true. That's a senior agent, if not the owner. I don't know how that structure is in that company, but he's important because he's Freddie Freeman's guy. And if and if he was trying to do it for a couple couple million dollars, a couple extra bucks to look cool, he just risked 40 years of a career. Because that guy's pretty young, right? Let's say 20. Let's even just say 10. Years of a career over a couple <clears throat> million dollars when you are going to make that 20-fold in 10 years? That doesn't add up. That's the part that doesn't add up. True. Very true. Um, I'd also like to point out that Freddie has been producing very well for the Dodgers. Totally. You brought up Clayton Kershaw earlier. Did y'all see his tweet a few days ago about hoping Freddie could somewhere down the line fit in as a Dodger yeah. pretty much? No. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I think it was after Friday night. Yeah, I heard um, it Monday. Yeah, but I think it was Saturday after the uh, Braves made a big deal of him getting his ring and all that and all the crocodile tears we saw from Freddie. Kershaw put out a tweet kind of saying, you know, I understand all this going on, but at the same time, I really hope he can find a way to fit in and, and feel the same way about the Dodgers somewhere down the line. Kind of saying that he doesn't feel that way right now. Like even today, I saw like a photograph of him sitting on the bench by himself and the rest of the Dodgers up against I mean I have zero context of what's going on there but it's being made a deal at this point in time that he's not fitting in I feel like that's not the case because Freddie's an awesome guy hey everything else I said about him earlier he's a fantastic baseball player and a fantastic person so this is all drama that he doesn't need the Braves doesn't need the Dodgers don't need it's just, it needs to go away. And unfortunately, I don't think it's going to anytime because, you know, the Twitterverse and social media has gotten a hold of it. So, Which is part of the reason why I think it's, uh, I can't believe you, Freddie, is like, it's so dramatic. It's outside the realm of baseball possibilities. And yeah, Freddie, he came from Atlanta. He spent years in Atlanta. 15 if, years if here. There, if there is a city in sports that is... Truly a dynamic city. Atlanta's one of them. There is all walks of life of all kinds of people here. And the same thing was on the Atlanta Braves. There were black, white, Hispanic, old, young, mean, churchy. Every single kind of baseball player went through the Atlanta Braves over the last 15 years. And you can bet money on that. Look at those lineups they've had. They've had all kinds of baseball players there. And Freddie has been universally liked by almost all of them, except one dude that we know, Acuna, who's brash at best. That guy's wild himself, so I'm not going to say. So you did see the pictures from Friday night, right? What pictures? Were they made up at first Oh, base? yeah, of course. Because, again, Freddie's a nice guy. And I bet Acuna was, you know, mad about something else and it compounded or whatever. Things happen. Friends do that. People do that. If Freddie can't fit in in L.A., yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. I don't, I don't really care how it plays out. I just I just know that, you know, the talking heads are talking about it, and we might as well rush into it. But I hope this thing's over soon. I don't really care, you know. Let's just fucking move on at this point. I agree. Yeah. Let's kill it. Be done. Let's get into something always fun, a baseball fight. That's always good. And it was a real one. Like, we always joke about the uh, group hugs and stuff. That wasn't it. The uh, Mariners and Angels went hard in the paint at each other in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day. And you know why? Because 
Seattle came after Mr. Mike Trout, and that's not something that we do. It's just not something that anybody on earth should do without repercussion. And that's what happened, is they threw at Mike Trout, and really kind of not for much of a reason, right? Am I am I am I right, Chris? Essentially, essentially, just like retaliation type stuff. You know, hey, you're gonna hit one of my guys. I'm gonna hit one of your guys. But at the head, um, yeah. Well, that's because of Andrew. What was it? Andrew Heaney hit or not Heaney? Um, damn it! Who was the pitcher that hit Upton? Oh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't Michael remember. Lorenzen. Oh yeah. There you go. There you go. Yep. And then it was just it was an accumulation of shit. Throughout the whole weekend, tempers just boiled over when Winker finally got smoked, and yeah. Oh, yeah, it was days building. Do you it, see what Nevin felt, said? It, <laughs> go ahead. I don't know if I saw what he That's said. That's okay. You go ahead and say what you were going to say. I'll tell you. It felt deeper than just a little bit of few days of hitting each other. It felt like these two teams don't like each other is what it felt like. Maybe. And it also felt like two teams in the same division who thought they were going to be a little bit better than what they are at this point in time. Maybe, maybe kind of taking out frustrations on one another. So, yeah, I mean, it. like I said, I, I, I always kind of laugh about these little situations being the big-ass group hug. This was some legit shit. I mean, there were some punches thrown. Um, I think there was 12 angels suspended for at least. No, it was 12, 12, 12 total. 12 total. 12 and it was probably, yeah. I think it was like seven to five or six and six. Yeah, There's something, yeah, both, so both teams are taking that. A big, a big handful of people getting set down for at least a, a day yeah. or two. So, oh, yeah. so I don't know. I can't remember. Did you write this down? Uh, I didn't, but I'll look it okay. up while you guys tell All right. So, no, my favorite person that got suspended is essentially Shohei Atani's fucking interpreter. For two days or for two games. Yeah, I read that. That was awesome. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How are you suspending interpreter? So now you are right, if you have a English speaking catcher and a Spanish speaking whatever. So you're you just we're just not gonna communicate with each other. I mean, I know that's not the case because you got other Spanish speaking people on the team and, and whatnot, but that's just funny shit to me. I mean, what is it? I don't I'm not quite sure I understand what your point is. That's the whole reason Shohei Otani has an interpreter. Yeah, but why did his interpreter go so hard in the paint? That was my joke, was that I was going to say that as another first for Shohei Otani. He's the first guy oh. in Major League Baseball history to not help his team during a physical fight. He oh, stood there. Awesome. He, no, he was not awesome, actually. Yes, it, it was. No, it, was it wasn't. I asked video. Watch me, watch me say this to your face. If I'm ever in a bar fight or any kind of physical danger and i see a video recording of you standing there like he did our friendship's over and i'm punching you in the mouth because that is not what anyone else on that team would do there's there's fans in the stands that run towards these guys to help them out I want to defend my boy. Do they have these kind of incidences over in Japan? Yes. Do they charge them? Do they? Do we know this for sure? Come or on. Or you just say yes because you wanted to say yes. Do you not remember the funny ass video where the dude like fake charged the mound and the pitcher like got all terrified? Yeah, they have that shit over there. It just doesn't happen very often. Well, that, okay, I, maybe this is the first time he's ever been in that situation. Maybe he was like, "What the fuck? This is dumb." Maybe because it was dumb. Maybe, or you know what? 
Maybe he's a guy that might be alienated on the team. Maybe um, he's a guy that doesn't really have friends on a team. It doesn't seem that way. Ninety-nine. I agree with you. They're always game? playing games and stuff in there, and he's beating them up and everything, like throwing baseballs on the curb and like spitting mm-hmm. seeds and stuff. But why wouldn't you help out your friends after three years of knowing them? They're in a fist fight, and because you're standing you've around. You've never been in that situation before, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" And that you know. Maybe that's it. Or maybe he's just a pansy. I don't know. I really there we don't go. care. There we go. I don't care. Neither do I, but I'm just saying. All my friends, not that Chris would, I never I, would think he would, but if any of my I'm, friends, if I saw a videotape of that, I'd be like, oh, God, don't go to practice tomorrow. It's a, it's an off day. Bruises can go away pretty fast. I'm I'm just saying that I would protect you just because the hair is so good. I, hey, girl. I, I wouldn't want you to mess it up. You're so sweet to me. Looks <laughs> good. He's so mad at us right now. You guys, could, uh, if no, you guys could even see his face, death stare. Oh God, the Carol uh, death stare. It's is less like, than that. It's he's. It's he just doesn't think we're worthwhile anymore. It's not that he wants us. To, he just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it's like I don't even care what happens. To either one of you. I'm done with y'all anymore. We're done. Yeah, we're done here. Uh, the best thing that was thrown during this fight wasn't punches. Yeah, I thought that's what you were gonna say when you're talking about Otani's interpreter. Yeah. But go ahead. What, no. what happened? What are you talking about? No, when Iglesias, you know, he gets run. He goes in the dugout, grabs a fucking box of sunflower seeds, makes it to about the third base foul line, and just chucks it, and it goes about ten feet. It's like a like, it's like what? What? What did we just do? Like what? You just wasted all these seeds, even though they were all close, but still, I thought it was humorous. That is funny. Uh, all right, so here's the uh, total um, suspensions, and uh, the Angels. Way more. I'm sorry. I was way off. So with the Mariners, uh, left fielder Jesse Winker suspended seven games. He's basically the ringleader, the instigator, the catalyst. J.P. Crawford, five games. He was throwing haymakers out there. He was everywhere. And he, he for a while, couldn't be stopped, actually. You can watch the footage. Also, awesome. Julio, also Julio Rodriguez, two games. He was pretty tough to handle as well. But then the Angels, uh, manager Phil Nevin... Uh, he got 10 games, and he is the guy who everybody's going to literally blame because there's footage of him saying, we're going to remember this day, two days before or the day before the incident. Whenever Mike Trout was um, thrown at, he like he cussed out Scott Service. You could see it on camera. Um, Anthony Rendon, he gets seven games or five games when he returns, and he's not allowed to be yeah. on the bench for seven games. So next year, the beginning of the year next year, Anthony Rowan will be uh, Rendon will be suspended for five games, and that's because he punched Jesse Winker in the face. <laughs> yes, he did. Literally connected, punched him in the mouth. I say, um, and it was bad hand too. Yeah, I think so. It was bad wrist. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Shohei Otani, he hit him with an injured hand because that's what you do. Uh, assisting pitching coach Dom uh, Chidi five if you're games. A dumb man. Uh, right-handed pitch a lot of pitchers. Uh, again, Shohei Otani run out from the outfield to help him. Uh, Andrew Wants, Ryan Tapera, both of them have three games, and Rasiel Iglesias has two games because he throws seeds. Andrew Wants is 100% not appealing, so that's interesting. Well, he was the one that hit him. Right. Bench coach uh, Ray Montgomery, two games. Interpreter Manny Del Campo, two games. And <laughs> catching coach Bill Hazelman, one game. That's a lot of coaching staff, and that's uh, a pretty good portion of the um, bullpen. Whew. That's a couple tough days they're having literally right now as we record um, is when most of these suspensions probably will be because most of them probably just take it because. Um, Julio did not. 
He hit an absolute fucking tank today. Yes, second decker. So yes, yeah, that yeah. He, and it was a good bat flip. He he's starting to come on. He's starting to get nasty. Good. S- starting. He's definitely the rookie of the year. Ah. Rodriguez is he? He's he? He's already been on, and he's like a hundred percent right now, in my opinion, the rookie of the year for the AL. He's. I mean, he's just better than all of them. Everyone else came up the same time. They've had really bad starts. They've gone down and come back up, or they uh, started pretty all right and then kind of fell off. He's like been a slow build, and it's it's like out of control now. He's good. He's he's their best player now that Ty France is, is hurt. He's probably the best guy that goes out there every day, right? Got to be one of, at least, yeah. I mean, he's been fantastic the last, I don't know, month. Yeah, Jeremy Pena's only been close. Exactly. He's, he's been, been really a little good. hurt. For the last few weeks so but yeah he's been fantastic and uh seattle has something to build on with him and they have something to lose about him so stop getting in fights dude um but if you do don't get caught bro yeah right like uh, stay out of the the angle where the camera can see you yeah, well they're just stand there and watch yeah just be a good teammate <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> never going to the bar with you guys again so let's just stick with the angels and um Let's just talk more crap about him, I guess. We didn't talk about it the last episode more than like a quick blurb because we discovered while recording, which is on the last podcast, that we love the topic about the managers. Um, Joe Madden was fired uh, after a pretty hellacious uh, losing streak and, um, well, bad start to the year with some of the most talented human beings that play baseball on the planet. I mean, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon alone. Those three names in a lineup at the same time is it's just too much to to not to not win. Oh, there was a stat that came out yesterday just talking about him. Mike Trout hit a homer. Otani went three for three with a homer and two doubles, and they lost eleven to four. <laughs> that's just that's that's the Angels in a nutshell right there. That's exactly over the last month at least. I mean, they I was trying to jump on that bandwagon for a little while, and um, yeah, it just turned south quite quickly and took a hard turn south not just oh, went yeah. to being mediocre but they went to how long was that losing streak uh 15, 14 games yeah it was yeah. mid-teens bad real bad yeah um, that's just unacceptable with those two guys on your team at this point in time agreed and i mean they're not alone jared walsh is good you know what's that yeah, kid? Just, what's that kid? Taylor Ward. Um, yes, he's had got, some injury troubles, but they have a team of good kids. Brennan yeah. Marsh. Yeah, I don't understand the excuses. The excuse, uh, really, the the blame isn't on them. And you know, I don't like Joe Madden, but the front office they they refuse to uh, invest in pitching. They refuse. They just don't want to. They put a bunch of band aids on there. Jose Quintana last year and Noah Syndergaard this year. They just put band aids everywhere and they never invest in any young pitching or any um, expensive real pitching. So whatever. Joe Madden uh, apparently <laughs> shaved his head into a mohawk uh, the day he was fired because he wanted to inspire the team, but they never got to see it, which is kind of makes me a little uncomfortable, a little sweaty on the back. But uh, well, maybe do better. I don't know. I don't really like Joe Madden as a coach and. Um, I've always I've always said that before he got to Chicago, so don't get all over me about him being a Cubs manager. He plays too fast and loose with everything. Too sexy for his own blood. Anything on Joe Joe Madden? I've been on record before saying I'm kind of a fan, and I am for the right team, and I just don't think he fits the Angel scenario. I mean, it's I feel like a manager, and as we get in this conversation, I want Chris's a lot of Chris's opinion on this because I mean, obviously, 
of the three of us, he knows anything about, you know, coaching and managing. But I feel like you need the right manager at the right time. I think he needs like a super young team that he can play his gimmicks and his little different style and mohawk stuff with and it to be right. But to go to somewhere like the Angels where you have you're playing with a few studs and mostly duds, he's not the right manager for that. And he's not won a playoff or he's not even been to the playoffs since that World Series championship. So like I said, I feel like he is a certain kind of manager for a certain kind of team. And this Angels team's, you know, definitely not it. Obviously, it's not it, just due to the record. So, yeah, I mean, it's decent guy. I like him, but, yeah, not not the right guy at the right time. Chris, uh, I guess the CW basically asked you a pretty long, intricate question, right? Yeah. What what it what is your what 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 do you what's your take now? <clears throat> How so, much do you bitches matter? That's my question. That's I mean, where I'm kind of going with this. Yeah. So there's a reason why they're not called head coaches anymore. And everyone kind of refers to them as, you know, with the term manager. So you're managing the game. You're not coaching these guys. You have your first base coach, your third base coach, your pitching coach, your bench coach, your, your catching uh, coach, your, you know, instructors, roving, roving instructors that are throughout the system. The manager is literally there to win ball games. That's all he's there to do or manage how to lose them, I guess. You know, and we, we've mentioned this before in the past, and this is going to sound bad, but like guys like Madden or Girardi and, you know, even I, I'll say Aaron Boone, they're not fucking coaches. They are getting told what to do to, like I say, manage the game. They're not doing anything. They've got the analytics team that are in the, in the club or in the clubhouse, you know, the guys that are were in there banging on the trash cans. They've got your bench coach that is basically takes over when your manager gets thrown out. He's there to, you know, protect your guys. Now, like you know, college, high school, you know, summer ball, stuff like that. Yes, you have coaches because they are there to coach the kids. Uh, you know, I I've never been a part of a, a major league practice, so I don't know what actually the manager does. But you don't ever see videos of Brian Snicker hitting fungos, do you? No, he's standing behind the he's standing behind the turtle watching guys take BP, or he's sitting in a golf cart driving around. So, like I said, that that term coach now with all these guys getting fired is is very loosely used in 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 my eyes. But like I said, I, I think they're there just there for the simple fact of they're they're managing the game. They're they're not doing much more. So almost at this point in time, kind of look at a manager as like your head cheerleader, kind of with controls to, you know. It's like, like me playing a video game. game. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of that. I mean, he doesn't really get out there and, you know, coach anything. He's, you know, overall discussion, he's just kind of directing left or right or down the middle. I mean, not to bring up my Braves a whole lot, but I feel like Ron Washington is, every bit as important as Brian Snitker is to an extent. I mean, he's out there working and, you know, you hear Ozzy Albies talk about fielding and all the stuff that he's helped him improve. You know, Brian Snitker, to me, big-ass cheerleader. And at the time, that's what they need. I mean, the Braves were struggling at a point, and he held a, a very random meeting for him. You know, a player-coach meeting, told him they were better than this and blah, blah, blah. They went on a long winning streak. They've been fantastically hot. I mean, they've had their best month pretty much ever if they hold on and win tonight. So that's what the manager does. I feel like 
they need to be in touch with their players to be able to motivate more than anything else. And I feel like you have to have the right kind of motivator at the right kind of time. And Snit's been with that team forever. I mean, a lot of these guys that are playing now, he was in the minor leagues with them. So it's just a, a good combination. You go somebody like Joe Madden, I think it worked in Tampa because he had been there with a lot of them. They'd come up at the same time as he got there and his motivation worked, but you send him out with like Mike Trout and all these guys that you're building cheaply around Mike Trout. So they're, they're, you know, veterans that have not been great or rookies that you've traded for that are whatever. He's not that kind of guy. He can't motivate those kind of guys. And it's same with Girardi. I mean, I don't, I mean, was he even that great as a Yankee manager? I mean, no, uh, I don't yeah. think he's ever put out a ring. Yeah, he got a ring yeah, with that's uh, that's a, Joe Torre's guys. And then yeah, he got – Totally. Uh, then, you know, they got Sabathia. They got A.J. Burnett. They got Teixeira. You know, all with that already good team that that just put him over the hump. I and mean, after that, shit, he missed the playoffs like three times. And, yeah, it's – this sounds bad being a coach, but, like, it, it comes off like – now, I mean, like CW saying, yeah, it's they are just a cheerleader for these guys, you know. If, and if they can't, if the guys don't buy into it, then get them the fuck out and let's see if someone else can can do it. All right, here's my take, and this is my take on on managers, not Madden, not Girardi or yeah, you. Bef- before you go into that, can I just make one quick statement though? Yeah, I think I think this is why Ron Washington is succeeding now that he's not a head coach, yeah, or a, a manager. Better. He's a better coach than he ever was a, a man. Yeah. So that actually plays into my point. So listen, I'm not gonna pretend like you guys haven't managed people or things before. You're both grown adults, but as a person who has not only been in management plenty of my life and career, professional career, but also I grew up in a household where both of my parents were managers of retail stores, real actual management and management positions. My dad taught me that in order to manage people, to lead people, you have to be able to do all of the jobs that you ask them to do. You have to have a grip of everything that's going on there. So in my opinion, a great manager has to know, maybe not be a high-level pitcher or high-level hitter, but understand the game in the context of pitching and hitting and running and playing small ball, playing big ball, playing not to lose, being a cheerleader, like, (laughs) yeah, big ball. But I was was laughing about playing for the long, chicks dig the long ball. Um, But you know what I mean? Like, so there's all these parts to the game. It's all like a recipe, right? And now you're right, Chris, guys like Aaron Boone and Rocco Baldelli, they use, they use stats and they use a lot of stats and they kind of just go off of what all everything's coming in like a computer would, but Man, I, I know he's made up, and I know that he it's a joke, but, man, Lou Brown is exactly the kind of coach I want from from the Cleveland Indians. Like, he was out there in practice saying, like, hey, no more of this Olay bullshit. Get in front of the baseball. If you try and swing and hit a home run every freaking time when you're supposed to be standing on first already, you're going to owe me push-ups because you have to do this for us to win. It's like, here is how I'm going to tell you how to do it because I'm managing you as well as I'm managing the whole thing. Guys now are just managing the whole thing. And they're not helping anyone. I know they're pros and I know they've been doing it for 20 something years and they're millionaires, but they ain't perfect. 
and you're well, the manager. You know, every, they don't do it. No, you're and you're right. And everything like now is so computer and technologically advanced compared to when guys used to actually coach the game of baseball, mm-hmm. you know, in the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Now it's we've got a pitching lab, we've got a hitting lab, and we've got Trackman and Rap Soto. I mean, you've got all this stuff that determines basically what you should do with your swing path, how you should come across a baseball when you're throwing it, if you're cutting it, if you're pronating too much. And that's basically how they coach you now. And that, this is going to sound bad, but like it's the way the game is now. Like it's, it's, we don't rely on the, the touch and feel for the most part anymore. It's we're telling these guys because someone else is telling me that. But going back to what Mike says, I mean, every good boss, I mean, yeah, he needs to know what he's talking about as far as telling you what he's doing, but motivating you and keeping you in the right state of mind to do your job the right way, keeping the work environment the right feeling, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that to me, that's what the managers, there, there's a coach for everything else. I mean, there's a pitching coach, there's a hitting coach, there's a third base coach, there's a first base coach, there's a bench coach. There's a coach for everything else. To me, that manager is there to just keep you in the right state of mind and the right mind flex to do what you're supposed to do and then make those game time decisions that, I don't know, I I saw a stat somewhere down the line that a manager, a good manager can win you like three games, a bad manager can win you or lose you like five. You know, it's, it's not a big swing, but the manager matters as far as just making little decisions on when to, you know, replace a pitcher or when to, um, you know, platoon a player or whatever like that. I mean, that's the decisions they're actually making. And that's not a lot of that that goes on today. I mean, we've got the DH universal now, so it's not a whole lot of deciding who's going to pinch hit at this point in time at this point, you know, so it's, it's little things I feel like they do that kind of, boost morale and i just feel like it has to be the right fit at the right time you're you're saying that with you know moving guys here and there uh based on feel but their feel is getting told to them they don't think for themselves we don't know we don't know that i don't feel like that's universal that's not fair i don't feel like we do assume that so i don't know so does joe madden in all of his acclaim that for some reason he has does he does he get a job? How old is he? He's like 108. He's like 60 something. He's, I think he's 70. Is he? I really do. Yeah, I'm really like 75, 76. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's old enough now to just go take it some kind of, you know, wherever baseball's go go to Apple and 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 talk about baseball one day a week. Go be an announcer somewhere, go be a, a could, commentator somewhere. 1000%. You know, there's a lot of different 1000%. avenues baseball's trying to branch out now and get a game or two, you know, Prime Video, Apple, wherever. Let him go be one of those guys. I mean, he's a smart baseball guy. He's been in baseball for 108 years. You know, go spread your knowledge somewhere like that if you want to keep working. You're 70 something. Go go home and enjoy your family and go fishing or something as far as i'm concerned but yeah if he's gonna keep working yeah go to do something like that i am not mad at that chris anything i think he's gonna take kind of the route that charlie Manuel took go be on tv for a little bit uh then kind of right off in the sunset get whatever number he wore retired in tampa bay or chicago whichever comes first and then basically 
settle down and and there's nothing left to prove. I mean, you, you took two he broke the curse. He broke yeah, I mean, he broke, the, he curse. broke the curse. I and mean, he took I a... Mike can make all the nasty faces. His name is forever enshrined right there. He Ugh. broke the curse. He didn't break nothing. Ah, his name is a tied to it. Yes. yes. Yes, he did. The whole team was assembled before he got there. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Okay. They traded for a manager. Yeah, yes, at, with did. with all the rest of their guys that they already had. He didn't had nothing to do with that entire team at all. He just was the babysitter of uh, a mega talent again. Whatever he's attached whoa, to whoa, it, whoa. I got it. Perfect cheerleader at the perfect time. Yes, again, isn't that what CW and I just said? Yeah, yeah. but I disagreed yeah. with that, and I still do because I don't think he has any idea what he's doing. Okay, but. What do you, then? Then what do you consider a coach? Not, no, he, I'm considering this a cardinal you know, take. Not on just not, one listen, manager at this point. Listen, not not a manager's overall. Just listen, one. Linda, 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 Linda. Listen. I could have coached that team to a World Series, and I sure uh-huh. as shit could have beat the Indians to win it. <laughs> the Guardians. <laughs> oh, they were the Cleveland Indians. They 100. I don't care. Not. And it will matter. always be. How there. dare you? Uh, guys, like, I know we mentioned him already um, again, and we mentioned him last week, but Girardi, like, he has less excuse than Madden did because we know the Angels to slip up. But, man, the Phillies lineup is so good. Their pitching staff is good. What? kind of excuse could he possibly give to any other prospective suitor because this kind of thing is like whoa i don't know if i want you to be my next manager because wow if you can screw up with that kind of lineup man i mean he screwed up in new york with equally as potent of a lineup sure but we're talking he about screwed up now. in philly well i mean he's gotten fired from two places now well he he stepped away in new york he was basically said, hey, either get the fuck out or we're going to fire you. Yeah, he said he wanted to step away from baseball. He took one year off and then he got the, and then he took the Philly job. Yeah. Uh, and when well, he was, those situations, yeah. I didn't really remember the way he left. I just assumed he got fired. So. Hey, when he was, when he was doing that year away from baseball, yeah, he was coaching one of the FTB teams in fucking Florida. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt, I don't <laughs> doubt, I don't doubt that he was fired from New York. And I don't doubt that he made a deal with them to say, like, look, I will totally leave happy um but just give me give me a break and i mean it's joe girardi i still remember that guy from when he made the announcement daryl kyle's uh sudden death in chicago so he's a good baseball guy he liked joe girardi but man he's really screwed it Yankees. up in philly <laughs> he really screwed it up in philly i had it, i had it somewhere and i can't find it they're in the top five of payroll at this point in time are they not oh, i'm sure it's super yes, high yeah. somewhere super close to it after Schwarber um, and, and Castellanos. And Castellanos. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you just signed two of the best free agents of last year's class. Absolutely. They've struggled mightily. They just lost Bryce Harper for oh, that's such a heartbreak. We don't know how long. At least Taking six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks at best. Yeah, he had surgery yesterday. Do they even try to stay relevant? I mean, we have the you know, trade deadline coming. What does Philly do? I mean, do they do they hold on and hope they can stay relevant? And get that sixth wild card, or do they do the smart thing and sell what they can and build for next year? You can't. You're pot committed now, man. You have all that new money. You can't. Like, what are you going to sell off? Some of your young talent Shit. to diversify. Kyle Schwarber is what a two-year contract. But you're wasting. You're wasting Bryce Harper and Castellanos and Schwarber's like most productive years by setting the clock back 
two to three years on them. And I mean, yeah, you're right. Maybe Schwarber is in the short term, but the other two aren't really that short term. And you're and you're not going to get rid of them. You're not going to give them away. Oh, That'd no. be yeah. Bryce is going nowhere. I yeah, know like you. But you're but what you're saying, and I the understand two, your frustration. The other but you two. Can't, I mean, yeah. if you get the right con, you know, get the right. But you're just with Schwarber. Like I said, I think it's just a two year contract. I think you're just like I could be wrong. Over, you're just kicking over the um. The Castellanos, I think, was three years, so it's a whole other thing. It's kind of like an hourglass. It's like you, you, it's halfway through, and you just kicked it over. All the progress was made. Now you just want to start over, and that's that's. I don't say start over. Starting over is a whole other thing. It's you know you have Harper. Harper's got a ton of time left, and he's going nowhere. But if you could move Schwarber and bring in a couple of prospects i mean at this point in time why not i mean this year's probably not going to work out with him being out for the next six eight weeks this year but next year you have a legitimate shot again if everybody's healthy and you know zach wheeler and aaron nola are still zach wheeler and aaron nola which i don't see why they wouldn't you know efflin continues to progress like those guys that team is good it's good but in this it's division good. is it good enough to win this division okay look buddy I know you're still riding high from the World Mets. Series, but the Mets, Mets are gonna met in Atlanta. Atlanta's like stop it. You you knock it off. You saying, know that Atlanta right has made some tremendously bad mistakes three. historically. They have had clearly collapses like crazy right, right this year, and that you're right. They're going to be, if not four, even going into next year, they're clearly number three to start. But the Mets are gonna met, and and Atlanta does stupid things too. If, if you just and, and the reason I I'm they are number three at best totally is just because of that pitching staff. I mean, you literally have Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, but the other guys are all unproven. And you can say I mean, you know Eflin's prog- making he's strides, but he is. he's progressing, but he's not that's, progressing that's fast fine. enough. But yeah, exactly. We need results. We need them now, and you can't do that with two guys. Sure, I agree. And a terrible bullpen once again. I'm not a Philly fan. I'm just trying to say that. Like, I know I you're not. I don't think. I'm I just think saying. If, I think if, they're in a rock and a hard place. They can't. They can't make. There was a super now. contender. Say the Dodgers. I, I I don't have a specific player, but they, but they've got one of the top ten minor league overall farm systems. If you could go get a super stud minor leaguer that's going to be ready next year or the following for Kyle Schwarber, why would you not? He's going to be gone in a couple of years. I see what you're saying. I do. I mean, I would rather build for two years from now with selling minimal. A, a guy I signed as a fill-in for the next two years. I mean, there, nobody knows what Kyle Schwarber is. He's been awesome. He's been terrible. He is what he is. I mean, this year he's hitting 210 with a shit ton of homers. Well, that's, that's Kyle probably, Schwarber. That's probably Kyle Schwarber. I mean, as far as what we have seen out of him. So if the Giants or the Dodgers called and said, this is our number one prospect. Would you not entertain that? I mean, somebody that could be ready next year to play outfield or whatever you need, a stud pitcher, whatever. Yeah. Why are we getting off on this tangent, though? I was talking know. about how good the Phillies could be Wait. when we're on a damn well, discussion about they should be a <laughs> good team. And I'll tell you, it is a team that we actually do not talk that much about. We we traditionally on the show no, I, no, avoid I get that. them because they're not the hot teams right now. But at the same time, we were sitting there talking about managers, and then we just got to talking about how good the Phillies were. Well, because because it, it really it, – it's a it, – Pays into the fact that Joe Girardi is very responsible. Like he's very, he's absolutely, uh, oh, 100%. he deserved to be fired. 
that team. Old buddy comes in and they win what thirteen out of fifteen. Yeah, they they, yeah, they, they did a lot better. A kick-ass streak for three weeks. I mean, it's so they've still been decent until Harper kind of you know went down. So I mean, it, like I said, that's that that manager's position. I mean, it matters, but it matters in a way of motivation more than anything else to me. Okay, fine then. Who's unmotivated? What teams White do you Sox. see the same kind of motivation from? The White Sox? Uh, you think White Tigers? Sox, Tigers. I think all three of us will see what. Uh, see, Tigers are a different situation to me because they're just a super young team that's not quite ready. I mean, every every player you want to bring up is outside of Jose Abreu is going to be a young player who's not quite established yet, especially in that pitching staff. Talking about the Tigers or you're talking about the White Sox? Yeah, Tigers. No, Tigers. Yeah, uh, that would yeah. be Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, uh, we're not worried about Miguel Cabrera. He's not a thing. He, I know you said Jose he Abreu. He don't, really, he don't really count. No, you said Jose Abreu. That's yeah, I did. I, I did. I did. I threw so that's why I was like, all right. the White Sox. I mean, outside of him, it's still a young team. That well, you see, we don't I mean, know what we have yet. Yasmani Grandal, TA is okay. like a four-time batting champ. How about he's uh, fantastic? Abreu, but he's been hurt. No, I, I get that, but yeah, and then. I, I say the Tigers. Now, I don't think that's on, on Hinch. I think it's just they are not very good. Yeah, but some of them Tor- should be. Torque. Oh, no, no, no. They, they will be. Uh, um, Javi Baez, isn't that your boy? I saw yeah, not been good. For like a but, week. Yeah, he's been great the last week. Well, I yeah. mean. That's Javi Baez in a nutshell, though. Yeah, no, it is. It's streaks with um, him. And he's on a nasty good streak oh he tripled he tripled again today and i mean he he smoked it but he also made an error today so all yeah, right that's enough hobby, hobby yeah. bias um again hobby bias but you look at that team and you've got riley green spencer torkelson candelario is what like six or seven years in, or not even six years in like four or five years in the third baseman robbie grossman just got back the pitching staff, it's been Casey Miser bust. Sorry, I've been thinking about yeah. School's I mean, been better as of late. And uh, I'm just saying there's so much young talent. We don't know what most yeah. of them are. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, they have a ton of potential to be amazing. Who, who the hell, who the heck is in Texas? Is Chris Woodward still? Yeah, I think. No, uh, Bannister. Jeff Bannister? Bannister. Okay. I think so. I thought it was Chris Woodward, but no, I, I, like, I don't mean that. I don't know. Yeah. You're sitting in front of a computer. Currently the manager of the Rangers. Who? Chris Woodward. Okay. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a dude that he may be on his way out. Why? Mm-hmm. They're in second place in their division. Yeah. They're doing all right. They're just not very good though. Your two hey. best, your two best guys that you just signed are, have been terrible. Uh, you Seager's, Seager's should definitely look at the stats. You are. Okay. So sorry. Simeon's hitting 220 now. My bad. Seager is a, like a Seager's buck, got an all star. Uh, Seager's got an, uh, an all star stat line now. So you, you're you're not you're not playing the full deck right now. I don't think. Yeah, Texas is tucking over second place. Both current guys season, Corey Seager is hitting 231 with 15 jacks. That's an average no. batting average this year. Why don't you go look it up? Average, not all star. With average 15 home it? runs, that helps a lot. Average. That's average. not average. Where 15 home runs is not average. Days ago. Where was he 45 days ago? Look at him and Simeon both. Like 190. Exactly. Both of those guys have been hitting damn near 280 or 300 for the last month. Simeon has been on fire for the last six weeks. You can't blame a slow start that would damn near all of MLB had just on those two guys. Once again, second place, 
for a team that we all thought probably would suck just because their pitching staff is horrible. And they had two players that we knew. This team is overperforming as far as I'm concerned. He he deserves to be patted on the back a little bit. This is what happens. Did when... we pick any, any of us pick them to finish second no. in this division no. between no. the Angels and Seattle, who both of y'all had winning this division? Yep. Nope. I, I agree. This is what happens when a Yankee fan has uh, a player who has literally one of the best seasons in history. They start making everything just so rich. So mm-hmm. rich and cool. You know, and that is why fucking I get so irritated is because comments like fucking that. Like For what? no fucking reason. Why did you have to say something like that? Because like, it's no true. One it's, reason. one, it's true. None. It's totally true. Okay. Yeah, we can move on. You know who you know who else I uh think uh might need to reevaluate his uh living situation? David Ross, man. Like I get it. You guys like him and he is like a like a living statue for the Cubs team, but man, listen. That team is very young and very impressionable and I just don't think he has a lot of experience in the realm and I don't think he's the guy that needs to be teaching these guys um, at the very top. If he wants to be the bench coach, I think that's a pretty good spot for David Ross right now. But to be in in charge of the whole shebang is is not great. Ian Happ is not getting better. Uh, what's the Nico Horner's not getting all all that much better? Like these guys are not getting better. Like there's guys that they should be good. And they're they're not. They don't have any all stars. They will. I mean, I think every team gets one anyway. But they don't have anybody that's like lighting the world on fire. And that's that's a problem. That's a problem because, I mean, look at Pittsburgh. You know, o- O'Neill Cruz and and Brian Reynolds. Those guys are lighting the world on fire by themselves. Are they going to win? No. But they're doing good things. Chicago, you can't really well, think shit, of don't, anything. Don't forget Cabron Hayes either. I mean, well, sure, I yeah, no, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. no I mean, shit, he's he's just as young as the rest of them. I mean, they're in the same boat as far as team scenarios. Both trying to rebuild super young and perform. If you ask most anybody who's going to be more relevant in two years, I guarantee they say Pittsburgh at this point in time. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just obvious, and I think it. You're a little bit right with calling out the manager because the team they've had, they've tried to build quickly, and it's not performed very well over the last few years. I mean, they 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 tried to build rapidly with what they had in the minors, and then signing um, what's the kid's name? Um, See Suzuki. Suzuki. So I mean, they signed him thinking they would be relevant either this year or next, at least. They're not going to be. And they're not showing any of that potential. So, yeah, I mean, he's probably looked at more as just holding it down until they think they're ready to win. Fine. If that makes sense. I mean, he's a fan favorite, so keep him there until you're ready and then bring in whoever you think can push you over the border there. Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. I hear that. Cool. Really, honestly, I'm pretty sure that we're all, I think, it's almost a foregone conclusion, at least in our heads, that Tony Russo is probably going to get fired. Well, I mean, as we looked at this, I mean, you you mentioned who was next. As far as looking at teams, needs to be next. Yeah, yeah, he's really bringing the team down. I he from from the time he got hired, he's been bringing the team down. Like I don't I don't think he was uh, in, in even close the best fit for that job. But who knows? I I don't want anybody to get fired that it doesn't deserve it. So who knows? We'll see. This years are long, and I don't have anything to do with it. So I sit here in a living room and chat about it 
So whatever. I don't really know that we necessarily have any one-liners tonight for our teams. The Yankees set the June record for MLB for home runs in a, in a month. How many was that? Uh, coming into today or after today, they hit, they've hit 58. In the month? Yes. That's all. With a, with a day to play. That's a lot of home so runs. That, that's the, the record for the month ever? Yeah. See, that goes back to our ball discussion because the – Everything's changing. Super weird. Yeah. CW, do you have any Braves? Anything? One-liners? I, I, I've talked about them a lot, so I must say no. I mean, they're, they've they been awesome. We're still a few games back behind the Mets, but full faith, we will catch up, and Matt Olson, you're awesome, because I just don't feel like it's been said enough right now. I agree. He's great. Uh, two home run night last night. Chris actually brought this up to me, and it'll be my Cardinals thing, is uh, last night at the game, Adam Wainwright um, on his during his old man walk around Bush Stadium, hid an autographed baseball somewhere, apparently. Uh, somewhere in the stadium, outside the stadium, somewhere around St. Louis, somewhere uh, for a lucky random fan to find. And uh, if there's ever somebody that was, like, enjoying the game of baseball, it's Adam Wayne, right? He's just having just, like, the time of his life doing exactly what uh, so many other people are doing for work. And that's nice. I like it. So that's that. Um, let's do a couple quick shout-outs, and then we'll get out of here. We'll save the first one for last. So go out on a happy note. Let's start off at the bottom. Uh, apparently, Rob Manfred, probably a fireable offense in my opinion, but said, Robot umps are likely to debut at the start of 2024 and they want to expand to 32 teams we knew that already no no no, not that he wants to mlb does like as in the owners or whatever he is the representative so yeah so now so now we're gonna have fucking 30 teams in the playoffs we don't need all this i'm not mad at having two more teams i'm actually yeah i'm actually perfectly fine having two more teams the two teams are gonna be but yeah i don't care i mean if you have two cities that can support a fan base then expand i don't care i agree and nashville's probably gonna be one of them. be awesome yeah I think we'll so probably too. go back to oakland god don't oh do my that. god don't please don't, don't even, say that out don't even why'd like, you do that carol that's terrible karma hex somebody like that so chris you're gonna have to explain these next two to me you put them on while we were recording uh mike trout apparently yelled to the dugout to tell coaches like he was given signs and they have video of it of trout basically was, he's tipping the pitcher was tipping pitches and the coaches didn't say anything to him trout picked it up and he was playing center field so that's okay cool video. okay so trout yeah. saw that his own pitcher yes, was yes, tipping yes. pitch okay got it yeah i was about to say who cares yeah. that trout found, picked up a pitch yeah until- he, he picked up his pitcher was like pulling away mm-hmm. from his yeah. body setting up yeah. for a certain pitch instead of keeping everything Tight. compressed yeah. And yeah, you could see him in the outfield. He's like waving, going, "He's he's pulling out, needs to keep it here." And yeah, yeah. just shaking his head. I mean, yeah. again, because the coaches wouldn't listen. Yeah, another reason the Angels are the Angels. And yeah. exhibit nine hundred and seventy six thousand. Why Mike Trout is one of the best baseball players ever lived. <sighs> he's awesome. Um, I saw this. The Twins pitching coach has resigned from his Major League Baseball job. To take a college job as a head coach at LSU, uh, Wes Johnson, no, the pitching coach. Oh, it's pitching coach. I so it's not that. even. So it's literally a straight yeah. step down, like a whole hearty full step down. If you if you talk about talent wise, yes. Talk about money wise, fuck no. Mm. Seriously? So he's making like three hundred, three fifty right now. 
UCLA gave him a, the job for one point one. I want to know. Lord. I want. I want to know. It, was that really what he was making in Minnesota? Because that doesn't sound right. That's how much your typical major league pitching yeah. coach is going to make. About pitch- pitching coach yeah. again, yeah. not the manager. Ah, uh, it's one of the three most important people on. I get that the money. bench. They give that money to the players. They don't get, give it to I don't the, know. The, the coaches and managers that much. Then why would a, co- a college do it? They can't give it to the players. And they, they can, can now. now. What are you money. talking about? Yeah, they, they can, can now. now. But yeah, they got a shit ton of money at LSU. To- hey, you know I know that's where that. Tommy. That I know. Hey, you know that's where Tommy Tanks is going. Uh, UCLA shortstop's going. I think it was Big Ten pitcher. Or no, sorry. Pac-12 pitcher of the year is going. The shortstop from Vanderbilt is going. Yeah. Is this all portal? Does the portal shit work in college the way it does? Or college baseball is the way it does football? Shit. Yep, yep. Very interesting to me that now you can just kind of hop around the way you want to. Yeah, but you can only do it one time basically for free. Well, yeah, but one time is enough. I mean, After the, well, I mean it's not well, there for 15 and, years or something. In football, if you, if you don't go like – well, actually, it's football or baseball is kind of the same thing. You can get drafted at 21 or you have to be in college for three years. None of this. Makes or you get drafted out of co- or high school. Don't. You guys are going to fall down a rabbit hole. CW, I can already see his brain starting to catch fire. Yeah, I don't even want to go into the 14 questions. Let me explode it so that we can move on. <laughs> you know, there is no tangible reason why you only have four years of eligibility. There's no tangible reason at all. There's no, you, yeah, you get kicked out of college after four years of learning? No. The pitching coach that they, that just got hired, this is his fourth stop in four years. Uh, so. Okay, well, good luck to him. Uh, I don't know if I could possibly do that, but uh, whatever. I don't know. He said there was like family reasons, so I'm assuming he just doesn't want to travel that much. He ain't got no family. Yeah, George. And he's, George, from, and he's from fucking Washington. G- George and uh, George and Benjamin are probably the friends that he's, our family's talking about, making monies. Um, I don't blame him. I don't blame him if that's the case. I mean, let's, that's, you know. Let's 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 end on a real well, nice. No. Let's end on a real nice high note here, guys. I'd imagine you both saw this. I've seen it a bunch because I love it. My heart feels good when I watch it. So there was a fan. At the Angels Royals game, somebody hit a home run. I I don't remember who it was, but a kid a kid tried to get it and it bounced out of his out, you know out well, of his hands. Hold or whatever. up, hold up, wasn't that during BP? Right? No, I think it was during the game. Okay. Yeah, and I, maybe maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, there's a ball that comes into the outfield stands, whether home run or BP doesn't matter. And a kid, probably twelve, tries to get it. No luck. Uh, some guy, maybe thirty, gets it, and because he's just a good dude. And he knows how the world works. He gave it to the kid. And the kid was just pumped. He was just so happy and elated like crazy. Of course, karma comes quickly to the rescue. Another home run or BP ball, whatever, gets hit into oh, the... Okay. I, that's yep. what I thought. Yep. But Chris thought maybe it was BP. Just playing devil's advocate. No, yeah, no, this is legit game. I, I thought so too. Another ball comes out that way. And guess who catches it? The kid's dad. So now the kid has two home run balls. What does the kid do? Turns around, tosses it to his new best friend. So kid who won the baseball and the guy who got a baseball but became a good Samaritan also gets baseball. What a perfect baseball night. I loved it. I absolutely loved yeah. it. If you haven't seen the video, go check it out. It's all over. I love it. Just good karma. Baseball is amazing due to the setup of baseball. The fans are so much a part of the game with the foul balls. And everything else going on. So, yeah, I mean, this kid, ecstatic, the guy that 
gets the homer ball, hands it to him, but turns around and hands it right back after he gets his own. It's perfect. It's baseball in a nutshell. It's what makes baseball awesome. The fans being so much a part of the game in that way. There's there's no other game. I mean, you, I mean, football, soccer, whatever. The whole the the baseball makes it different. Be able to catch that foul ball. Get be able to catch that home run ball. It's a different it's a different scenario, and it it makes everything awesome. And yeah, this was just a display of awesome humanity and mm-hmm. and fantastic sportsmanship. That's that's yeah. It was fun. I loved it. I loved it a lot. Anything else, guys? Carol's so angry. Look at me. So I feel like this is now a good time to say, Chris, say bye. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, that's about right. All right. Well, that's that. <laughs> Who's your favorite baseball team? Uh, Braves. Get out! Actually, Cardinals. That's right. Now you can stay. Okay, good girl. Night. <laughs> Told you so. I was, <laughs> I was just informing you, bitch.